The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edmund Sproat Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lottbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
to start off the musical program of today's Valentine's and President's Day telecast. The church choir, under the direction of Amelia Hahn, will sing the uplifting song, Trust His Heart. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in the Lord's hands, we believe He will make a way for our prayers to be answered. What is impossible with man is always possible with the Lord. He is able to make the crooked path straight and to turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories. Please feel free to sing along with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song, I Love to Tell the Story. God's love is all around us. His love endureth through all generations. His joy fills our hearts with gladness. His faith stands the test of time, and His goodness shines as a beacon for the lost to find their way to Him. What a wonderful Lord we have.
Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr. will give all the glories and praise to the Lord by singing the beautiful song, God Proved His Love on Calvary. Doing his background music will be Christy Hahn on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. Yes, the Lord proved His love for all mankind when He gave His life for you and me. He was the perfect sacrifice who shed His blood on the cross of Calvary so that we all may have salvation full and free and the promise of eternal life. Thank the Lord for His great mercy and kindness to lift up our hearts when we are troubled and comfort our hearts in times of sorrow.
The church choir will now sing the spirit-inspiring song entitled, Here is My Heart. Our wonderful Lord and Savior is our shelter. When the storms of life come our way, He takes us into His loving arms, where we are protected from the winds of despair and snares of the devil. He is the shepherd of our hearts.
We now feature the trumpet section of the band to play the song entitled Sweet By and By. There will be accompanied by Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr. on the piano. The Lord is preparing a place for us in the sweet by and by. There will be mansions on high, streets of gold, and a glorious reunion with our loved ones who have gone home before us. It will be a day of joy unspeakable and full of glory when we shall see His lovely face on that blissful morning and we'll be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for eternity. The saints in harmony will now blend their voices to the song, Feasting with my Lord. We can feast with the Lord each and every day. We feast on the bountiful food that He provides for us, and we feast upon the Word of God that is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As we put our shoulders to the gospel wheel, He gives us the strength to press on to do His blessed will. At this time, it is with the greatest pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a faithful and dear couple in the Lord who are none other than Associate Pastor Jose and Mrs. Penny Jandock, Jr. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
saved and sanctified. Feasting, I'm Good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandok, and I'd like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in a commonly yes for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. The this telecast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV, channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Salvador, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KGZO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Paso Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Services are held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service is at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue. Gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor Island Branch Churches. That services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald D. Castaner Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, Pastor Kenneth M. Alberry in Lahaina Maui, Pastor Walter Itino in Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Leonard Kiwana Sano Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, Pastor Helmo Espera in Bologa Pikawayan, and Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rose Kutabataminao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding your church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily continue to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of telecast. And I would like to return our program back to trusty associate pastor, Edwin Soul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Good morning, dear television viewers. We urge everyone to draw ourselves, our families, and friends into a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We live in such perilous times and can witness the ongoing violence and aggression occurring in our local neighborhoods, resulting in deaths and injuries from horrendous acts of terroristic activities. Hence, our only recourse is to call on the holy name of Jesus Christ and to bleed for the cover of his precious blood to protect us in the time of trouble. Please join me in the reading of today's Valentine's and President Day's sermon entitled, a new heart in Christ Jesus. Tomorrow, February 15, 2016, will be, will, we will celebrate President's Day. It is a holiday set aside to recognize the elected presidents who have presided over our great nation, the United States of America. Therefore, God's word reminds us of our sovereign duty to obey the laws of the land, to honor the leaders of our great nation, as well as these Hawaiian islands, and to pray for them so that they will rule in the fear of God and not man. Second Samuel 23, 1-3 instructs, Now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, And the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, 
And the sweet psalmist of Israel said, The Spirit of the Lord spake by me, and his word was in my tongue. The God of Israel, the rock of Israel, spake to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. King David obeyed God's word and taught us by example. As we read in Hebrews 13, 17, it reads, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Ephesians 1, 19 through 23 states, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Many people today believe in heaven, but also conclude that it is not easy to get there. Hence, some may say that we must do penance, perform certain good works, and go through certain ceremonies to reach what they may call an unattainable destination. However, God's word, the Bible plainly recites in John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And our salvation and change of heart can only be obtained by grace when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Our own works have no part in the salvation of our souls. And we must put complete faith and trust in Jesus Christ who paid the price for us when he died on the cross of Calvary. Hence, the salvation of our soul comes through God's grace as stated in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It reads, For by grace are you saved through faith, and not that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, as any man should boast. We inherit the promise of eternal life in heaven above from the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Jesus Christ tells us that he has mansions in his Father's house and has gone to prepare a place for us and will come again to take us to those mansions on high. Paul also commented about this, about his desire, rather, to, which is to be with Christ. For where Jesus Christ is, there we all know will be heaven. Hence, Paul states in Philippians 1.21, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Jesus Christ has prepared a city for those who are willing to accept him and has reserved the place in heaven for the saved in Christ Jesus and will send the devil, his angels, and the unbelievers into hell for all eternity. God's word, the Bible commands every man, woman, and child to give their hearts unto Jesus Christ. Hence, the gift he wants the most is our heart, for it is the seed of affection, and the term heart reflects the true feelings and affections of every man, woman, and child. Jesus Christ asked the scribes, what is the first commandment in Mark 12, 29 and 30? It reads, and Jesus answered him, the first of all the, of the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. 
Let us now review the scriptural illustration of the rich man who went down into hell and the beggar named Lazarus who was in Abraham's bosom. Luke 16, 22 and 23 recalls. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments and seeing the Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Yes, dear television viewers, a clean heart is a heart set free from sin. And we must ensure that we have a clean heart in Christ Jesus because it'll save us from eternal damnation. It has been said that we are only a heartbeat from heaven or a heartbeat from hell. We continue our reading in Luke 16, verses 24 to 26. And he cried and said unto Abraham, Father, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, Remember thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fix so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. How refined, rich, morally upstanding or religious we are does not matter because Romans chapter 3 verses 10 through 12 and 23 denotes as it is written there is none righteous no not one there is none that understandeth there is none that seeketh after God they are all gone out of the way they are all together become unprofitable there is none that doeth good no not one for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God Romans 8, 24 to 25 also proclaims, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Nicodemus, a learned Pharisee and Jewish scholar, came to Jesus Christ seeking the salvation of his soul and learned what every man, woman, and child must do in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water means to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the only Bible evidence of receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost is noted when we speak in God's unknown tongue or language. Hence, Acts 2.4 confirms this. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Mark 16.15-17 also declares, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. And the new tongues, God's Holy Spirit, was outpoured upon the 120 disciples in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. We gain two wonderful promises in Acts 2.38. First, we receive remission of sins. And second, 
we receive the gift of God's Holy Spirit. When Jesus Christ removes our sins, they are removed as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more. Hence, when God forgives, he forgets. Paul points out that the chief seat of believing rests in the heart as confirmed in Romans 10, 9 through 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Acts 4.12 confirms the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Our eternal destiny rests upon our decision to either accept or reject Jesus Christ, God himself. Hence, 1 John 5, 12 proclaims, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Psalms 51:10 also denotes the essence of today's sermon topic. It reads, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And Proverbs 4.23 teaches us to care for our hearts. It says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. As children of Jesus Christ, we are reminded of this powerful truth in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Jesus Christ purchased our salvation with his precious blood, as noted in 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19, that reads, For as much as you know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Someone once said, Morality will keep us out of jail, but it'll take holiness to keep us out of hell. And the Lord Jesus Christ confirms in Matthew 5, 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The prophet Jeremiah declares in Jeremiah 17, 9, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jesus Christ is the only one besides ourselves who can see what is in our hearts and he can cleanse our hearts to make it pure and clean. 1 John 3, 2 and 3 adds this encouragement. Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what shall be, what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. In Mark 7, verses 21 to 23, Jesus Christ reminds all mankind, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Hence, 
we are warned concerning the three forms of, of which sin appears. First, in human nature, out of the heart. Second, in the human mind, from evil thoughts. And third, in human actions, such as adulteries, fornications, murderers, etc. Hebrews 3, 12 to 13 also warns, Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. We have seen how the children of Israel who exited Egypt could not enter the promised land because of their unbelief. And today, unbelief is still mankind's greatest sin because many have not believed on and accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Hence, in John 16, 8 and 9, Jesus Christ denotes, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they believe not on me. And in John 6, 37, Jesus Christ further declares, all that the Father hath given me shall come to me, and him that cometh unto me I will in no wise cast out. The Lord Jesus Christ loves the sinner, but not the sin that is in the sinner, and asks every man, woman, and child to come unto him, repent of their sins, and to believe on him. In Matthew 11, 28 to 30, we find the great invitation given unto mankind by Jesus Christ. It reads, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This gracious invitation reaches out beyond Israel to the needy and sin burden in every nation. God is no respecter of persons, and in every nation he that worketh righteousness and feareth God is accepted with him. Today, Valentine's Day, points to the love of Jesus Christ given to all mankind, and likewise our love that must be shared and expressed unto others. Have you ever envied someone who received more Valentines than you did? Or have you ever felt sorry for an individual who received but one love Valentine? Well, there is something more gratifying and endearing than receiving a valentine from a friend. It is to know the heart of Jesus Christ is loving and spacious enough to include everyone, even you and me. Jesus Christ is our valentine, given to us from the heart of God. Hence, we need not brood, knowing with great assurance that Jesus Christ loves us. Hence, God's word confirms in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus Christ gave us this powerful encouragement. In John 14, 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus Christ made it possible for our hearts to be made clean when he took our sins upon himself and died on the cross of Calvary. God's word in the Bible defines for us the term heart, which actually refers to our whole self. And it is confirmed when we hear the familiar phrase declared today between two people who say, I love you with all my heart. Hence, our heart thinks, feels, loves, and acts. 
and our heart is our real self. And Jesus Christ continually petitions us saying, give me your heart, which means we must give him our complete love and devotion. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, the Lord Jesus Christ spoke unto the prophet Samuel saying, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or in the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. The heart of man is synonymous with the soul of mankind. And we are living in a day when some may account one's brains to be more important than a person with, person with heart. And perhaps this is one of the reasons why the world is in such a chaotic state of affairs and moving on toward God. Luke 21, 26 and 34 to 36 adds this definition. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Therefore, we must continue to believe God's word, the Bible, and the warning given to mankind by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For God's word also exhorts, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Let us all then take special care of our hearts in Christ Jesus to be ready and able to respond when the Lord Jesus Christ returns in clouds of glory to call up his waiting bride of saints, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review our telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your friend, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sproud Sr. expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And now to conclude our Valentine's and President's Day telecast, our church band will render the wonderful anthem entitled, I Believe the True Report.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.